Welcome to the podcast, Enjoy Your Stay. I'm Holly Giles, a super host on Airbnb. Here is where I'll share my heart for hospitality as a short-term rental owner, along with how I started an Airbnb from scratch. Listen in each week as I tackle creative ways to turn a profit in our small town and turn my Southern Florida charm into guest-pleasing stays. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 14, Cleaning Your Short-Term Rental. This is a biggie and could probably take many episodes, so we'll just take it little chunks at a time. In this episode, we're just gonna go over the overview of cleaning your short-term rental. But the first thing is that above all, cleanliness is most important. You don't wanna walk up to a gorgeous short-term rental that caught your eye, the reason you booked it, you're so excited and you go inside and it's less than clean. I've had that happen. Uh, we want clean and comfortable. Clean and comfortable will trump any quirks or less amenities any time of the day for your guests, I promise. Cleanliness, even if people aren't clean in their own homes, <laughs> is what they're looking for. Sometimes people really have a thing about staying in other places. I know a lot of people who travel on a regular basis who take their own sheet so they can make sort of a cocoon where they go. They take their own towels. They take things because of experiences they've had where they're not quite sure if everything is clean. So that is first on your list. You've got your house ready. You've got your first guest coming and we want your home to be clean as possible. It doesn't matter if you have brand new furnishings, if you have top of the line everything, if your toilet is yucky, you're not gonna get a good rating, that is for sure. Now let's talk about cleaning. Are we coming from a place where you lived in this home, you're familiar with all of its nooks and crannies, or is this a new place that you have are turning into a short-term rental? First of all, I suggest you clean it first. You go through the house, you clean it how you think it should be cleaned. How you would clean if a guest was coming, I want you to do that to this property. Go through the whole house and clean it. Then I want you to either get a friend, someone who's pretty clean, super clean person, or if you have a cleaner at your own home, get that cleaner, hire a cleaner, and have them come in as kind of a consultation even basis and go through and look at what they see. Because when you see things through someone else's eyes, you would be amazed at what you discover that you just really didn't think of before. And it's not that you're not clean. It's one of those things where, huh, I didn't notice there was a little ledge there that could collect dust, had no idea. But when someone else sees it, you can write it down. That's the next thing. I want you to go room by room after you've cleaned it, you've had a consultation or someone else come in and clean it and give you those tips and go room by room, write down every little detail that needs cleaned. I don't care if you have to type in, you know, 10 point font on a full entire sheet of paper for one bedroom, that's okay. I want you to write every little detail 
that needs to be cleaned. Now, I'm not saying it has to be cleaned every single time your guests come, but everything that has to be cleaned at some point, whether it's on rotation or not, in each and every room, even a hallway, you would be surprised. Places that need to be cleaned in a hallway. <laughs> in our bedroom wing, we have a long hallway, but at the entrance from the bedroom wing to the living room, there's a glass door that closes off the wing. Above the glass door is a transom window. Beautiful, my uncle did a fabulous job on this. But guess what? That beautiful glass transom window collects dust. The ledge collects dust. The beautiful glass door with the wood frame edging collects dust or kids put their hands on it, even though it's frosted, you can still see marks and prints. Now we leave that open with a stopper so it's open most of the time. Guess what, if you don't move that stopper once in a while, wow, the dust that's on the baseboard back there. So there's lots of little nooks and crannies you would never even imagine, like the top of your thermostat. Have you thought about that if you don't pass by your thermostat very often? Run your finger across the top of that thermostat. If that thermostat's in your main hallway and your guests are going to be touching that, you want that to be clean. Because you know people are going to be touching the thermostat here in Florida <laughs> with the air conditioning. Everyone's going to be touching it with their fingers and all that kind of deal. There's so many little tiny places in each and every room. Bedrooms, bathrooms, hallways, kitchens, or a whole other thing. Living areas, porches, everything. So you wanna have a list for every single room and what needs to be cleaned. I'm even gonna put the windows, I'm gonna put the windowsill, the baseboards. Now, if those get hit every time, probably not. They're gonna get looked at though every single time. Whether they get a cleaning, they're gonna be looked at every single time we have a changeover. That's just a fact. And once you have a routine, it doesn't take very long. But you never know when you're gonna get that one person who's gonna, for some odd reason, do the white glove test in your room. <laughs> and we hope that never happens to us, but we wanna be prepared. Under the beds is a huge place for dust, even after a short-term stay, definitely. So in my queen room, now I don't have anything under the beds at all in any of the bedrooms. I did that on purpose. I want it clean. I want you to see there's nothing there. Some people do store things under your bed and that's perfectly fine as well. But this queen room, that's the room that we bought the bed in a box and we have a platform. So when you walk in the room, it's quite visible to see underneath the bed. And I am not quite sure if it's the mattress, which is encased in a full zippered case so it can't quite be the mattress. I'm not sure what it is if something is in the platform itself, but I definitely have to dust underneath that queen bed every single time because there's just tiny little white dust bunnies under there. So every time I know it's gonna be under there. Also, people leave things, they drop things. There's, there's hair clips, there's hair bands, there's socks, there's gum wrappers mm-hmm I have found gum wrappers under the bed I have found I have found candy bar wrappers in the master bedroom underneath the bed so you always want to be checking underneath the bed definitely 
You want to look in any drawers. If you have dressers in your rooms, you got to check those drawers every time, make sure there's nothing there. So first we're going to make a list. We're going to make a list of what needs to be cleaned. So what I do is I have a turnover cleaning list for each and every room with check marks that you can check off. Whether it's done, you can make a little note there if you need to. Then I have a sheet for that room for changeover. What, it, what needs to be done to it and what needs to be done in that room to be ready for the next guest. So I have those two together because sometimes it's easier instead of just cleaning and then going back is to clean and change over at the same time. That way when you're done, you can look at your list and you can check off and make sure that you've gotten every little detail. And I'm really funny about a lot of things. I lint roll everything. <laughs> I am a hair, I have a hair phobia, not in my own home or what have you, but I don't want a guest to come here and find hair on their sheets or hair on things. So we lint roll everything. I lint roll myself out the front door basically. So we lint roll the sheets, we lint roll everything. So I have a system on how I want those beds and the changeover done. Next, I set up the room exactly how I want it to look for my guests each and every room. Then I took pictures of everything, the nightstand and the how it should look. If you have stuff in the nightstand, I take a picture of that. I take a picture of the bed and I take a picture from the side, exactly how I want the pillows on there and set up. I take a picture of the closet if I have it set up a certain way, which I talked about what I have amenities I have in the closet. I take photographs of each and everything. If there's a rug on the floor, most of my rugs on the floor and all the bedrooms are washable. So I take a picture of exactly where I want those rugs put back on the floor. Now, sometimes that might sound like overkill, but if you're going to hand this job off to someone else and it's not going to be you, but you have a certain way that you like things to be, that you want it to be for your guest, you must take a picture of it. And I don't care if it's how you fold and stack the dish towels in the drawer, take a picture of it. Because I'll share some examples of some cleaners that I've worked with that they just did not care what my photos look like or what I wanted it to be. They just did it however they wanted to and it didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to. So this is your business, your hospitality business. If that's something that's important to you on, a, on how exactly you want it to look, in some places you, you don't care. I want you to make the bed, make it look nice and you hand that over to someone else and you don't worry about it. But if you wanna be involved in that way, you're gonna to wanna to take a picture of every detail. How do you want the coffee center to look? Where do you want the coffee pots? Where do you want the coffee? How do you want that set up? Where do you want the dish towel, the paper towels? All those different things. If you have a little center in the kitchen, because I have a really long counter in the kitchen, so I have kind of a station there where I have the outlet plug for your USB, and I have hand sanitizer, and I have pens and tape and scissors and all those things. So I have a container that it all sits on nice where they can see everything. If you want that a certain way, you gotta take a picture of it. If you have things on the wall, which is also good just in case you need it, if you had some damage or something missing, you'll have a photo of where it was, where it was hung and where it sat. So it does kind of double duty when you're taking pictures. Now, one thing I like to do things in a certain order 
and I know maybe some cleaners have their own process, but what I've learned here, I might not do this at home, but here, when we come in, we vacuum the entire place first. If there's a couple of us, one of us is on vacuuming first. The reason why we do that is the sand spurs that we have. <laughs> we also have that lovely Florida sand, and I wanna catch all of that on the first run and not track it from room to room to room and end up with those things in my bedrooms or in a location that we don't we don't want that stuff. So I wanna get up all of that to begin with, all the crumbs left behind or the, the sequins that get left behind, all those little things. I wanna take care of that first so we're not transporting it from room to room to room and something gets away from us. That's how we start here is we vacuum first, then we gather up all of the towels if they didn't get gathered up, that's the one thing I ask us to do. We don't want wet towels laying around, so we have them put them in a basket. I don't have guests strip the bed. The number one reason why I don't is I don't want them to do too much, but it gives me the opportunity to check the sheets for any stains or tears or anything else that might need my attention before they go into the washing machine. Because generally, I could probably get most stains out before something hits the dryer. Because a lot of times, if it goes in the dryer, forget it. You've set the stain and you're out of luck. When you're in a business like this and you're buying sheets and comforters and all those kind of things, you really want to take care of that stuff and save it for as long as you possibly can. This also helps me to see if a seam is coming apart and I need to break out the sewing machine and fix something, that's gonna give me the opportunity to do that. So I take a picture, again, there's pictures of everything. If you've got a footstool, where you want the footstool, where you have everything set out, take pictures of each and every room so that whoever's resetting it for you and cleaning, they know exactly what it looked like because maybe it doesn't look like that when they come in to clean. Maybe your guests have moved everything all around <laughs> and they're not sure where everything was. Your photo book for each room is gonna be key for them. So I think that is really great. You're also gonna change from time to time. I've already moved things around or changed some systems. Now I need to go back and re-photograph and so that I put that in the book so it all matches with the way the system is now. So again, cleaning is a huge deal. We just talked about the overview of cleaning. And next we wanna know, are you gonna clean it yourself? Have you taken on this job of cleaning your property after every single turn, every guest? In the beginning, you know, we do charge a cleaning fee. This is a big house and it's not just the interior. We have a front porch, we have the back patio with the pool area and an outdoor area. So there's a lot of things for us to go through, look at and clean and keep up to date all the time. So it's, it is very time consuming. It's not a tiny little place. And with this place, it gets used. The kitchen gets used. So everything really does need to be scrubbed after each and every guest. So everything should be clean and sanitized for your guests every single turn. Does every little detail have to be cleaned every single time? Probably not, but there's some things that are. My bathrooms are deep cleaned every single turn. 
my sheets and linens, all those things come off and get changed out with fresh. So there's certain things we're gonna do every single time. The rest, we're gonna put on a rotation. We have a chart in our closet that we use, our owner's closet that has a lot of supplies. We have a chart in there where we keep track of when we changed the air filter. Because if I'm not the one changing it all the time, somebody else comes in here, they can open that and see the chart and say, oh man, it's been 30 days, we should go ahead and change that out. The filters are right there, somebody can change that out, write the new date, we know it's been done. So if you have things that get changed out or checked on a regular basis, you want to chart for that in your supply closet so that whoever is doing that can just glance at it and know. If I am, let's see, if I'm feeding plants, if I'm you know, feeding plants and I do that on a monthly basis, I'm going to write that down when that was done so that if I'm not here, or my husband comes here, he can look at that and say, oh, I need to spray whatever, put some food on the plants, you know, time release, what have you. All those things are very helpful along the way for whoever's doing your cleaning and maintenance. So are you gonna clean? That was my question. Are you going to clean your property by yourself? Maybe you're a husband and wife team, a couple team, and you're gonna do this. Maybe you've been doing it and it's no big deal, and that's wonderful. When I first got started, I thought, I'm gonna give it a whirl, I can do it myself. And the first couple times, it was kind of tough. It was a lot, it's a big house. And I kind of went overboard on clean, clean, cleaning every little nook and cranny. It showed in our listings because people are really commenting on how clean it is. One comment was, you could eat off the floors. Well, that's a fabulous comment, that really is. But I'm thinking, am I overdoing it? <laughs> and my husband said, no, that's a good thing. But it's kind of wearing me out. I do have a day job. I have actually a couple other jobs that I do. So making time, I'm just taking up all my time when we had stay after stay after stay. So I found someone that I was hoping I could share the burden with and see if I could work it out where I could get her to a point of turning over the house. And we did work at it for a few months, but I was having trouble uh, with things that were said that were clean, that weren't really clean, setting, out, setting the property up the way I wanted, and then coming by and it wasn't done, or stuff was set out, but then forgot to be put out for the guests. And it, it just wasn't working out. And I kept trying. <laughs> then on my sheet that I have check marks, and don't think that you're overkill on that because a good cleaner is gonna appreciate the list. They might clean how they want to clean, but that's just giving them an end game that they can check off. They don't have to do it in that exact order of clean because they might have their own system, but that's gonna give them a secondary checklist where they know they've done the job for you. So with this particular cleaner, what happened is she had her daughter come and work with her, which I was fine with. Her daughter was 16. Her, she said her daughter had been cleaning with her for a long time, but her daughter would go in the room and just stand there and check off all the boxes and not really do the stuff. So I came one time, they were doing the whole house turnover for me. And it was about maybe the second time I had had her do it. But I came by <laughs> a couple hours before the guests were coming just to see. 
And as I was walking out of a room, something caught the corner of my eye out of the twin room. I saw something under the bed. So I lifted up the blanket and looked and there was a hair clip and a hair tie and tags like from a new shirt or something up under the bed and a little bit of dust here and there. And I was like, oh, ah, okay. So I cleaned that up. So then I thought to myself, hmm, you know, it's easy to miss one maybe, but I'm gonna go ahead and check the others just in case. And in the queen room, I found a sock and a candy wrapper under the bed. And in the king room, I forgot what it was that I found, but I found something else under the king bed. And I went and looked at the sheet and sure enough, those were checked off that they looked physically under the bed and did the Swiffer, the Bona sweeper on the wood floors under the bed. Those were specifically checked off for those rooms. And I was like, oh, I really would have been upset if my guests had come and in every single room there was something under the bed. So we tried it again. And this time I found dirt marks in our big Florida room that has tile on the floor. It's really light and bright in here and the light tile. And it would be super easy to see that you didn't catch it. <laughs> and I found it in several places, like maybe the room didn't get mopped at all. So I really wasn't happy about that. And then there was some illness going on and she wasn't able to come. So I just, I started the cleaning and you know, she was charging a pretty penny for mostly what I was having her doing was the bathrooms and mopping the floors is what we were down to doing. And when that wasn't even working out and I was like, why am I paying all this money when I'm going behind her doing it all? It really was discouraging. So I went back to cleaning myself. Then I had some friends, uh, daughters helping, which did work out because they could take my list they were trainable and they could do exactly what I wanted. Did they do it perfect? No, but it was a huge help to come in and turn, make the beds, do the basic cleaning. They were a huge help, but that didn't really last very long. You know, teenagers have different schedules and when you have a turnover, you know, you, you've got to do it that day and it just wasn't working out. So I was back to doing it all by myself. And I was doing it without complaint. My husband would come and do the outside, do the pool area, because we've got a lot to do out there with the furniture and the sweeping and the towel changeover and uh, sweeping the porches. You know, here in Florida, we have bugs and we have the lizards and we have all those things we've got to sweep and keep control of all of that for each and every turnover. So I was doing it, but I was having to piecemeal it because I didn't have chunks of time to be here to do it all at one time. So I felt like I was being consumed by cleaning toilets and mopping the floor and all of those different things. So my husband said, you know, you can't keep doing this. You've got to find somebody to clean. So just recently I met with another company and there's several people that work for the company. So here's my thought just my own experience and thought on cleaning is I would love to have several people who are familiar with my home. I don't want five or six people here or in and out of here at different periods of time. I, I want two or three people 
who could be familiar with my home, that if something happened with the person who normally cleans, they could come in and do the cleaning and turnover if need be. I just want a vacation. I haven't been able to go anywhere <laughs> because I'm having to be here for every single turn and sometimes it's twice in the week and I can't go anywhere, I can't do anything because I'm so worried that the turnover is not gonna happen. So I'm very hopeful, met with them, then I had a stay and they came and cleaned. And they just did a basic clean. So the next time we're gonna work off of my list. And so here's the thing, I wasn't thrilled to the bone with what they did the first time. But what they cleaned, they did a good job. So my thought is, it's all, you know, it's, you gotta work with people and work with expectations. And I have certain expectations because this is my business and how I earn a living than I would if it was my own home. And if I don't share those expectations with the person, they're not gonna know. So next time, we'll spend more time, we'll go over the list, they're very receptive to that. And they do clean other places, uh, short-term rentals, so they're familiar with the changeover idea and how to do that. So I am so hopeful that I will find cleaners <laughs> and I can let go of one job in my life and at least have a little bit of time to enjoy. I enjoy the details here. Uh, the hospitality part and that'll be another episode i really do come in and do some special and personalized things for each of my guests and i love that portion i'm not saying i don't need to work hard at the other i'm always willing to get over here and get dirty and do what i need to do but handing that off to someone else at least half or more of the time will make this more enjoyable and more palatable and give me more time to work on the back end of my listings, keeping up to date, the marketing, uh, potential guests, and so forth. Because right now I'm consumed by all of it. And it's, it's time consuming, especially when you're taking care of a family as well. So those are my general cleaning tips, cleaning your STR. It is most important that your place is clean. I don't care what kind of furnishings you have. I don't care if your home is quirky. If it's clean and comfortable, your guests will be happy. It really, that's all people want, clean and comfortable. If we can get that down, we are ahead of the game in this business. I hope some of those tips helped you. There's a lot of information out there on different websites. If you join some of the forums and I'll get some of the names of those for you at another time, People have checklists and all these different things, and it's great to look at other people's ideas, but I think it's very important to create your own unique checklist specific to your home. And that starts with going room by room. That's gonna be time consuming at first, but well worth it over time as you continue this process. And you'll hone it down a little bit every time. The more you do it, you hone it down, and it becomes second nature, whether you're doing it yourself or you have a cleaning team. And they are a team because they're the ones that are you know, shining on that end of your business. And we want guests to rave about how clean our home is, right? <laughs> That's our, one of our big goals. So take this information and build on it and build on your own place, get your checklists in place, take your photographs. The photographs are really important as well. 
Take those tips, start from there, and let me know how you do. I'd love to know your tips if you have some extras that would work for people as well. Thanks for joining, and until next time, enjoy your stay. Are you wondering what draws people to our sleepy little town north of Orlando? Subscribe to Enjoy Your Stay on your favorite app to find out. Tune in to hear my business tips, guest experiences, and along the way I'll showcase the wonders of Florida that make it the natural choice for your next vacation.